Um, yeah, we're gonna, we're rolling five deep today. Um, yeah, just to get as many excellent viewpoints in here as possible. Yeah, but we're all gonna have very diverse, complex takes on this. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about uh, about movies, really. Always have been, always will be. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And I have a great, um, slightly engorged panel today. First up, uh, <laughs> half of our co-hosting team. He's at Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter. It's Mr. Anthony Lopez. Hey, uh, I'm excited to be here. So you guys know how... Our parents listen to every episode, and we're never funny. Uh-huh. This time, I'm thinking we should be funny for them. Wouldn't it <laughs> Let's be nice yeah. for them? Yeah. So, Ezra, we're gonna need you hey, to guys. make all the jokes. Yeah. Okay. I hope hey, nothing Anthony? tragic happens to my family now. <laughs> I just need. Yeah. I. It's totally fine with me if you just score all the big jokes tonight <laughs> and let me. How about to- just totally humiliate and emasculate me in front of my parents? Wait, wait. How about how about how about one one basket at the very end goes to someone who isn't me, and then I'll find out my parents died. Here's the thing. I know we'll get back to it at some point. <laughs> yeah, but we're like, only one name into the introduction. He stole period. the game from. All the kids whose parents were there. That's why his parents died. Oh, yeah. You're saying his he, hubris. Of all those it's kids, hubris. he's the only person who didn't need to win. I mean, this he is, had no yes, parents. exactly. Or show up. Yeah. I mean, this is JCC basketball, yeah. guys. The fact that they won at all. I mean, this was a big moment for the whole community. I mean, somebody had to win, right? All of the 400 or three Jews that lived in this town were rejoicing that <laughs> night. I, I don't know the right number, but however many there Literally were, no they were rejoicing. Literally no one ever wins with the JCC. We will definitely get... I think we should probably, as, as a preface for this, only the people on this podcast who are Jewish can make anti-Jew jokes, I think, for this duration of the yep. podcast. Sure. Uh, and so. As me. a Jewish person, I'm also not make anti-Jewish jokes. I'm going to say... Right, I'm, I'm oh, going to refrain as well. Oh, I was going to hey say... Hey, guys, my parent, our parents are coming. I'll do all the anti-Jewish <laughs> I was gonna say, why don't we, we just have just nobody? Pass, I suppose we could just take the high road and just you know, like like lift up all the peoples, right? Uh, yeah. That'd be good I, uh, well, I, I mean, think we should uh, follow this movie's example and just punch down at everybody else. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think but we should do this. I... Let's not have let's uh, let's. I'm gonna cut out where everyone said whether or not they were Jewish, and then we'll decide based on the anti-Semitism that oh. comes out. Mm. We'll let the audience vote. Oh, that's great. My husband tells me to not talk about Israel and Judaism in front of people because I sound so anti-Semitic. Huh. So fair warning. Actually, the, d- the, the disdain in your voice, night. though, sounds very Jewy. <laughs> oh, it's so much. It comes from a long line of real Jews, Holocaust-surviving Jews. I've earned my right. I, He's staring at me. I, I husband just walked by and glowered. My, my grandparents <laughs> died in the Holocaust Israel? so Adam Sandler could make this movie. <laughs> I, hey, why aren't your parents at the base, basketball games tonight? Oh, they died in the Holocaust earlier this evening. <laughs> I, you, so for those who are keeping track at home, we are one name into the introductions. <laughs> just a reminder, I'm gonna, I'll be keeping everybody on track tonight. That's how far Good job so far. Uh, also joining Sorry, us. Sorry, I got really excited. The other co, co-host uh, in Northern California, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter when he's there. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. Smell you later, poopsicle. It's my. All my tweets will be that. (laughs) I I almost miss Smell You Later. There's something just like of my childhood that I remember from that. Vintage 2002. 
Bring um, it back, dude. Yeah, I mean, you're the one leaving it on the table. You know, pick <laughs> it true. up, take it with you. That's true. Also joining us today, uh, he's and en- he's at Scottly on Twitter. This is uh, we usually call him Engineer Scott on the program, and he's in doot, studio. Doot. Uh, and also, th- your last tweet was the last time you were on this show. Yeah, I only tweet for you, Alex. Yeah, thanks, man. Well, welcome back, Engineer <laughs> Scott. It's uh, good to be here. I couldn't be happier had I not. Uh, I would not. I can't even get this out. It's so stupid. <laughs> well, then I'll smell the you only, later. The only thing that would make on. me happier was had I just finished licking shit off of a frozen dude. <laughs> that would be the only thing that made me happier. Can you be the? Yeah, you, you can be a flock of magical uh, uh, deer. Magical. Flock. A, is ex machina deer for us? Oh Do, you no! You mean deer? Deer ex machina. I should write down. Well, I was having trouble coming up with any compliments. I might just note Dearest Ex Machina for my minor ones. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. They must be magical. They could talk. They, could, they showed up at very useful times. I feel like they had more intelligence and could understand human speech more than I would expect from deer normally. Uh, yeah. They had a huge yeah. appetite for poop as well. Mm-hmm. They I don't did. know if that's standard or not. <laughs> yeah. Deers do mean literally anything besides getting hit by crows are pretty magical deers, right? Like... <laughs> Like the the bar for deals is incredibly low, so to cross that, it's pretty easy. So yeah, those are that, magical as fuck deals. And by that standard, this movie is a triumph. It is. This is. Yeah. We thought it was one of the few Hanukkah movies out there. It turns out it's. This is actually made by deer as deer propaganda. That are like, look, we're good yeah, for more deer, than just ruining yeah, your headlights. Yeah, I mean, headlights. I felt better about deer as a result of it. I felt worse yeah. about everything else. <laughs> yeah, Foot Locker and the Deer Lobby pit up a lot of money for this movie. <laughs> also, you guys, we have a very special guest. She's at Phoebe Bottoms on Twitter in Los Angeles, California. It's Phoebe Bottoms. That's me. That's my name. Hello. Hello. Thanks for being here. Um, uh, do you have a favorite quote from the movie that you can remember? Oh man! That's okay. I mean, do we have an hour and a half for me to just recite? Dude, really? Of a seventy-six yeah. minute movie, the actual movie was. <laughs> well, <laughs> honestly, well, I, that's me watching it, starting to watch it again, just because I loved it so much. Oh, God, uh, I can't think. Of, I think maybe. Uh, oh, you know what it is? It's John Lovitz's line. I don't even Mayor know John Lovitz, right? It, like what? No, it no, is. no Mayor Kevin Nealon. Oh, dude Mayor Kevin Nealon. Yeah. He's an entrepreneur oh, and John a philanthropist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's just like, he, whatever John Lovett says is always funny. <laughs> and I think that's, we- that's he's so magic. My favorite line from any movie in cinema history <laughs> is in my stepmother's an alien. Uh-huh. And John Lovett's goes it's a whole thing and it's one of the funniest <laughs> things that human beings ever said we've never had a guest do a quote from just a random other movie with one degree of separation <laughs> I but i like standard. it yeah, yeah. I, I, oh I'm, man I'm, I'm for it also i like the idea that Please everything do my stepmother's an alien everything he does on... is funny is a perfect contrast to rob schneider so oh, yeah perfect. isn't that and There's only yeah, only don't enough. Don't get room. me started on that. <laughs> well, the we will. In the yang of Happy Madison production, you know. This, so this is episode number four hundred and twenty <laughs> of the program, number four two zero. Yours of this yes of this oh, podcast. Oh hey, Toka. I know. Yeah, we forgot to do anything weed based on this one. That was a miss. I was originally here. Was my original plan? I thought we should watch Train Spotting, and then when we'd be like, "This is episode four twenty, where you do heroin, right? <laughs> Drugs, right?" <laughs> oh, I love yeah. that. <laughs> uh, that was my idea. Or a gateway episode, uh, but then the holidays took over because this is uh, it's Christmas season, everybody. So we uh, it Christmas. was more important. So maybe this is my only theory is that maybe um, if you're out there and your hash oil lasts eight days, oh. uh, 
then this will be acceptable. Uh, I mean, I was stoned as fuck when I watched this. <laughs> so <laughs> I was in the Did sphere. it help? <laughs> uh... I think so. I mean, it made the 76 minutes breeze by a little bit more peacefully. Oh, man. Uh, so I thought. Do you know how long this movie is? It takes exactly one meal prep time. It took, an, it took the exact amount of time for my husband to make dinner, and he sat down just as the credits started rolling, and I think it's the luckiest yeah. he's ever been. Because oh. he would have had to sat, sit through the remainder of it i i felt and, guilty that uh, my wife had to see this when i was watching it with headphones like just getting the yeah. cartoon images i think was probably enough to ruin her day I, so he I watched out this big time so i watched this at two times speed on my yeah. phone on bard and i do not regret anything <laughs> I, I, I i watched it at 30 percent faster and i have to say it felt normal it felt like a normal speed. Yeah, the musical numbers. Things. Yeah, no, I, I didn't miss a thing. I had to brace myself for like all the extra like sexism, like because it, it came so quickly at two times. Oh, yeah. speed, but like other than that, oh. yeah, the momentum was, was huge. Yeah. Man, uh, so anyway, uh, so we watched Eight Crazy Nights. I have no. Speaking of people on drugs, I guess this is Eight Crazy Nights. Um, if you want to force us to watch something, you can become a meat buddy by going to readdashweek.com slash meat buddies, where you can vote on uh, topics on the theme. Uh, January, for example, is Jantiquity, where we're watching things, uh, or either reading things that are ancient or watching things about ancient things. So uh, you can go to readership.com slash meetbuddies, become a meetbuddy, and vote on what topics you want for Jantiquity. Um, also, as a, just a really quick plug while we're here, um, I do want to say, if you guys are not, if you're listening to the show and you are not also listening to Pack Your Mics, Big news, Pack Your Mics is back. It's uh, the new, There's a new season of Top Chef, and so our spinoff podcast where we just watch Top Chef and talk about it and have fun. Way less shitty than this. Uh, hey. Yeah. No, not this podcast, this topic. Like, oh. the Top Chef is yeah. way more fun to watch than Eight Crazy Nights. Also, the show is significantly more shitty than this, so just to be fair. Um, anyway, that's all available. Now, let's talk about this movie. Guys, I don't want to spend too much time on it, so let's get going. Um, I'm going to summarize now for those of you who missed uh, Eight Crazy Nights when it came out in 2002. You guys, uh, as a panelist, please jump in and correct or add uh, or subtract as necessary. Adam Sandler is the voice of Davy Stone, a 30-something living in a small town in New Hampshire. No one there likes him, which, what a coincidence, because no one here likes him either. It's... It's pretty easy to see why, too. He drinks too much. He burps in people's faces. He steals from everybody. He's mean to old people and dogs. And he is as unenthusiastic a voice actor as I think I've ever heard. (laughs) When we first meet him, though, he's uh, just run out on his tab at a Chinese restaurant where Rob Schneider is currently working as a racist Uh. Chinese accent. It was not. Oh, shit. It was not great when I found that out. Yeah, that was not a, a. That was not one of the high moments for Rob Schneider. Four scorpion ball in five minutes. That's got to be a restaurant record. Well, right now I'm gonna go for another restaurant record. Longest burp. Oh my god. I know. Oh my god, that's amazing. As someone who's watched the entirety of the two seasons of the of Rob Schneider's Netflix show Real Rob twice, <laughs> two times, I cannot believe that I did not realize that that was him. I mean, he I mean, is not this is probably also not his worst role as the like probably not the most well, offensive thing he's done. It's not the most like no, racist right. thing he's done in an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Like yeah, I wanted to say, when it first Sandler happened. Movies, I wanted to say it's a different time, but it was like, you know, like 2002. It's not that. It was objectively a different time. Adam Sandler <laughs> yeah. pretty similar time made, though. 
like Adam Sandler's movies are made by him going to a makeup artist and being like, "What kind? How weird, ugly? What kind of weird, ugly people can you make me? Like people with unibrows and weird moles? And what kind of racist characters can Rob Schneider do?" And then he just works backwards from there. Did you know? And old women to imply people to fuck. That's like also yeah. the main thing. Here's two fun Rob Schneider, Schneider facts I just learned. Rob Schneider is the official celebrity spokesperson for the Taiwan Tour- Tourism Bureau. Um, wow. What? Also, After that? Also. Because uh, he makes people want to flee America <laughs> as far away as humanly possible. Taiwan, we don't have Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> Take We're it from so Rob Schneider. <laughs> I'm not there right now. <laughs> Let's go, guys. He also that actually makes so much sense in the last episode of season two of Real Rob. Now you know. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. I... Rob heads out there. Has anyone else <laughs> seen this show, no. Real Rob? Did not know anything about it. Probably not going to watch it. Uh, But I do know he was the spokesperson for State Farm Insurance until he was fired for his uh, prominent, being a prominent anti-vaxxer. Yep. What a conflict of interest that is. (laughs) The Taiwanese are are notably uh, infested with polio. So, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Anyway, so that's Rob Schneider, which as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, which racist white guy is this? It sounded very bad. Uh, so I checked it out. Rob Schneider. Anyway, so he leaves the restaurant. Is he also the narrator? No, yes. Was... Oh, he was? Yeah, that oh. is Rob Schneider as well. Man oh, of a thousand voices, guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least That's... three. Adam Sandler was like the man of two voices. Uh, uh, the... I, I pictured him in the in the studio doing both voices simultaneously. Just like going back and forth. And I'd love to see the behind the scenes. Because he's not yeah, doing a great that. job at either. He was also the deer. I mean, yeah, he was also. The he made those poop sounds himself. I feel like he was the deer just so he could get an extra check from his own production company. Like, oh, absolutely! Like no lines, but just make sure I'm in on that. Um, anyway, so he, so <laughs> Rob leaves the uh, Chinese restaurant, doesn't pay for the tab. The cops chase him, and then he, using a trash can lid as a snowboard, 2002, <laughs> he leads the cops on a uh, medium speed snow chase all over town, where he does untold property damage. And then farts on a group of Christmas carolers. And when he does, a green cloud comes out of him. So in addition to being unlikable, he's also a very sick man. Well, and also on the way... And it propels him forward. It does, yeah, which is not physics. On the way through town, he also crashes. I mean, that means that the force of the green cloud escaping his body is equal to the force needed to push his body forward. I mean, that is literally physics, a very sick man. Yes, we're not. We're already it's established. inertia, right? Yes, that's equal and opposite. I might not be. It might not that's, be. Uh, Newton's, Newton's second law of farts. <laughs> if he had said that, automatically would have been the best joke in the movie. <laughs> well, are you going to also address the fact that while he's low speed chase involved, he's also singing about hating himself and Hanukkah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the opening. It's the hope, okay. hopes and aspirations song uh, at the beginning of any musical. Um, it's Devoid called, of hope or any aspiration. Called Davy's song, and it's but about how does he have like sexually anything. assaulting women in it randomly on the street. So that's. He chew and screw me. He sip and skip me. What? He no pay for his four scorpion ball. Oh boy. Let's go. Somebody stop that guy. I'm the kind of guy who can't stand a holiday, so I drink them all away. That's me. Oh, 
Don't decorate no trees And I won't eat no potato lockies But I'll give this old lady's melons a squeeze That's just who I am And he, Very proud of that. he runs over a, a pair of kids playing dreidel in the snow Yes, And there's lots of things wrong with that <laughs> First of all, dreidels don't the spin in the snow. In the yeah, snow. Second of all, <laughs> the parents are not letting the children go out in the snow to play dreidel because they might catch a cold. <laughs> also, dreidel's not a great game in any weather. It's condition. a terrible game. Sure, yeah, I mean, it's... it's yeah. Isn't it just... I beg to differ. Oh. Have you played it with real money before? Uh, Only with, like, people well, like 20 years younger than me. And then it's pretty fun. <laughs> mm. Yeah, dude. Gimmel... When you hit a gimmel and there's a lot in that pot, yeah. oh, well, I mean, sure. there's no rush Look, like it. Even winning in stupid games is, is fun, but like it's just. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean when I win war, I I'm so pretty excited skills. about it. Not a great game, though. <laughs> Uh, so excited it's over. Point taken. He does. So after all of that, though, he does get caught by the police, and at trial, the judge decides to sentence him to ten years in prison for running out on a check at a Chinese food restaurant, plus the property damage. <laughs> And the farting. And the farting. And when, the dreidel. And when an old man jumps up in the court and asks them to show mercy by allowing him to take over parenting this 33-year-old man and teaching Davy the true meaning of Hanukkah or whatever by forcing him to be a volunteer basketball referee for kids. And well, you got to remember that before the drinking, he had the best jump shot that Jewish community center had ever seen. So. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to say this sentence out loud because uh, it's so dumb, but this movie sounds so much worse when you just like say it <laughs> piece by piece. Really? Because I feel like I'm actually more in- invested in the summary than I ever was in the movie. <laughs> well, the summary's oh, contrary like on this I want to see where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like the animation and the dialogue and the stupid songs sort of like numb you out a little bit oh, man. to being like okay i guess this world exists and makes sense within its own i right. wish i was numb and then you bring it out like this and just lay it in front of everyone naked I, for the world to see. i still felt pain it's the whole harsh. time well so oh, yeah so this is the but the great thing that happens though is because new hampshire has what i would refer to as very lax sentencing laws the judge says sure you can do that instead so it was like between 10 years or let him hang out with an old guy. Yeah, yeah, and... it's always going to be one of the two, but you do get to pick. <laughs> yeah, it's and, a well, mandatory this is, this minimum. Is, this, is like the Mighty, this is Mighty Ducks rules, right? This is pretty much the yeah, same situation. Sure, yeah, this is yeah. the same. I mean, that's how, that's how, yeah. If you have a town that really cares I about sports. I didn't finish Made in America, but it's kind of how that series ends also, right? The OJ trial series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to, he does episode, have to. But they're like, oh. He's like yeah, refing, you go hang refing out with Betty White football. for an afternoon. Yeah, yeah. that's basically actually what that's similar to what happened. <laughs> in real life, I guess. Uh, yeah, and just like with OJ, uh, the jury said or the judge here said that if Davy commits any crimes whatsoever during his time as a referee, immediate prison sentence. So uh, those are the terms of his release. Uh, this old man. I want now, him to go to prison and have people be like, "What did you do?" And he's like, "I broke an ice sculpture, and I wasn't good at playing basketball anymore, and my parents died." I was unlikable, <laughs> and the judge could just tell. Well, <laughs> it was a general nuisance. Yeah, so the well, so this old man who saves him uh, is named Whitey, and he has vastly different sizes of feet and a tendency to have hilarious seizures, and. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Whitey tries to make Adam a better person, and uh, this is 
Actually, I want to use this uh, sentence from the Wikipedia summary. Whitey's various attempts are met with humiliation and assault. <laughs> I kind of love this movie just based on that sentence now. I'm glad someone is here to do that because, man, I don't like it. Adam, yeah. So it turns out, as we've referenced, Adam's only redeeming characteristic is that he's pretty okay at pickup basketball, um, which in my experience does highly correlate with you being a dickhead. And <laughs> wait, Alex, you're pretty good at pickup basketball. No, I'm terrible. No, I'm awful. Better than me. And the people, I'm better than well, sure. Um, but when I play pickup basketball, the people who are good at it are almost always monsters, in my experience. Um, what do their jock straps taste like? <sighs> Man, <laughs> that you might be chewing on them for hours later. I uh, try never to gamble on eating jock straps. Um, <laughs> try. Well, so let's get to that. Okay, so uh, what happens is wait, Adam Phoebe, Sam, sh- Phoebe, should we play? Um, yeah, don't play dreidel with me. Okay. <laughs> Don't do it. So Adam teams up with this child who is uh, the son of his uh, Adam's childhood crush and who now hates him uh, but seems really and, eager to forgive Adam him Sandler's at the slightest provocation. Wife. Yeah, exactly. Um, is it possible that he's the dad? Oh, They dated in like sixth uh, grade, so I'm going to guess no. Yeah. yeah. And they said her, could be her, a th- the dad just skipped town like a year ago, right? Yeah. Like, well, he we don't know. He's such a degenerate. Story, yeah. He could have blacked it all out. Yeah. He skipped out and he came back and I'm gonna, forgot. <laughs> Excuse me guys, you got you uh finished this up. I'm going to go on to Infowars and create a new conspiracy <laughs> theory around eight crazy nights. Finally, some good eight crazy nights fan theories. <laughs> um so Adam teams up with this kid though, the child of his clearly they're going to get together as soon as he's even a little bit nice to her. Um and he is so good at basketball that him and a child beat two full-grown adults. Uh, and per the bet that they made before the game, those men are forced to eat the jock straps of a random other gym attendant who they repeatedly fat shame. And well, they only use the kid after the old man is brutally beaten oh. with a full basketball. Oh yeah, I forget yeah. that the, he gets a hilarious That's... concussion and then has to leave the game. So then the kid subs in, but uh, yeah. it works. They beat the two guys at basketball, and so those two guys have to eat a jock strap, and then and they, as they, revenge, they, sports, they do it. <laughs> They do it. Yeah, they're such good sports. And then also, haha, they burn his house down. House. So, uh, a house is, is that a the stretch, house? Though, right? Sure. Trailer, sure. Uh, a trailer. Unheated trailer. Okay, sure. They still burned his home. And well, uh, they so started. Now, okay, here's the thing. They started to burn it. It burned itself down the rest of the way. You know, yeah. like they weren't, they weren't actually burning it. That the whole is a time. fantastic legal the theory. Trailer, for the trailer went out with more dignity than this film did. That's true. Yeah. It was a t- it was tough. You, you guys should go to my Infowar page when I say that they were actually in on it together. It was a, a con. Oh, he was like, I'm going to invite you in front of this thing. Down. That, yeah, and like, then. In. Then you go and burn my house down so I can stay with these old fucks and rob them, you know? Oh, man, it's very possible. So, right, he has to move in with Whitey and Whitey's sister, who also has different sized feet and is suffering and from also rice. sounds a lot like Adam Sandler. Yeah. So, and, sounds here's like Adam, another theory Adam barely I have. trying. <laughs> I have another theory. They swapped feet. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Tell me more about this. Interesting. Yeah. I don't have anything else That's yet, end, but I'm typing the, it up end now. Of theory. <laughs> So <laughs> case closed. So Whitey and his sister are trying to housebreak uh, Davy, um, and it's it almost starts to work. And then uh, Whitey casually mentions that the reason that Davy's been a dick this whole time is because his parents died when he was young. And this kind of comes like as news to Davy, who then gets sad all over again, like he'd forgotten for well, no. a while. And Can I say? May I say one thing? Yes, please. But- this entire town in New Hampshire has no way of understanding or dealing with grief. <laughs> 
Like <laughs> everyone is so horrible to him. They are harsh like, for sure. This this guy is like standing up basically like he's been rehabilitated emotionally and then he's he stands up and is like, please do not talk about the night my parents died. I'm begging you yeah. in this public place so cavalierly true. as though it were some kind of, you know, at, like, I don't know, throwaway yeah. gossip. Yeah. What a fun story got, to, wrote, to like, talk oh, about. Oh, now he's a dickhead again. It's no, he's in deep grief. No one's dealt with it. He was an orphan. Who knows what happened to him after that? Leave him alone, um, guys. Yeah, I'm, yeah uh, I'm glad it worked for you to feel sorry for him there, because it didn't for me. Um, but it, it also didn't help him, who uh, Davey just decided to go get drunk in a closed mall. That's how he dealt with it. And then all the... Where do you get drunk? It's a good thing he did, though. All, yeah, because all the yeah. logos of the stores sing him a song. The brand, you know, the brand I was a socialist until that moment, and now I'm like, I think capitalism works. <laughs> uh, Retail therapy. I believe that was Intervention Song. <laughs> yeah, Intervention Song, which is where like the Foot Locker logo, the referee like pops out of his mall sign and joins GNC with... GNC gets all fucking horny for Victoria's Secret. Yeah. I called him the Ghost of which Christmas Cash. Ooh. Oh. That's pretty solid. Get- That's Fun. Um, you guys remember KB Toys? Because they're in this movie, but they yeah. don't exist anymore. <laughs> I was wondering what other brands had gone out of business. Yeah, yeah. apparently their this investment This movie single-handedly help. put them out of yeah. business. <laughs> and yet Panda Express. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Panda from Panda on. Express. Anyway, all those logos get together for a second, like that uh, movie Food Fight. Just very mm. briefly. So presumably Foot Locker helped pay for this. But I want to say fuck actually, you to this movie because I think this is what gave us Pixels years later. Oh. And. Direct direct descendant of the emoji movie also. Yeah. It's like I this is all part of the Toy Story disease, which is like, oh, we can just make things come alive. Sure. Yeah. Uh, although well, interestingly enough, apparently they didn't actually get clearance for any of those brands. <laughs> oh really? According to IMDB. According Wait, to IMDb. really? They didn't get any money for that? What? No. Why would you do that then? <laughs> That's, I actually respected it as a product placement, but just as a song idea, it's a, a creative <laughs> choice. So crazy. Well, and it was also lame. He sits there in the middle of the rotunda. They yeah. come out and sing to him for like a minute. Nothing happens. Nothing interesting related to these brands. I guess the chair holds him down. Like it was just <laughs> such a wasted opportunity. <laughs> and by the way, if you're gonna get kidnapped, make it a massage chair. I'll say. Uh, well, the sharper image chair was yeah. was Tom, also play, played by Tom Kinney. Who is? The, uh, it was the voice of SpongeBob. He was oh. also in uh, um, Mr. Show. He's in Mr. Show. That was where I, I met him. Uh, anyway, he's done a ton of stuff. He's really great. Um, but And also, uh, Tyra Banks was the voice of Victoria's Secret. That's the most interesting oh part of this movie. Man. I love that fact. Yeah, that, yeah. that's a weird Wait, world. No, that Carl Weathers was the GNC dude. Was he really? That's what it just said. Carl Weathers. Wow. Arrested Man. Development fan. Yeah, everybody got in here. All right, that's pretty cool. So anyway, uh, let's wrap it up. So uh, they make him feel a little better. Oh, and then as he's about to be arrested for breaking into said mall, he uh, convinces the entire town to finally respect old Whitey. And they're like, sure. And uh, because of that, uh, the girl is like, hey, you can come back and be a father to my child. And so they get married or whatever. And uh, and then Whitey celebrates with a hilarious seizure. Oh, Whitey. Oh, and Whitey. And somehow Roger Ebert gave this movie two out of four stars, and Richard Roper gave it a thumbs no. up. So the world really? is terrible. No, are you yeah, I must not read God that. Damn it! And neither Jews control the media. <laughs> Jews control the media. <laughs> Here's the thing: to if that it. was true, shouldn't we be able to have gotten like a better like Hanukkah movie by now? Like if that I, was actually true. No, man, because 
they're still Jews. They're not going to give it a full thumbs up. They're like, all right, look, it was fine. You'll get a little too stars, but there's room for improvement. I do wonder why there isn't. I, I would love to see. This is what I was hoping for. It was a good Hanukkah movie. This is why we watch this. And so in response to at least two out of the four of you who've already told me, fuck you for making you watch this. Um, <laughs> I did not know it was bad. I was. This was not an attempt at like, wouldn't it be hilarious? It was like. I wanted to watch a Hanukkah movie. I remember that Hanukkah song being funny when I was a kid. Mm. I assumed this movie would be delightful. Super wrong. That's and this the mo- most interesting. I thing want to know who so who was this movie targeting? Besides, yeah, obviously, right? I guess Richard Roper. Did they <laughs> they made this movie for him? Like, who was the target audience also, of this movie? Apparently, it was targeted at the Kids Choice Awards in 2003, where they gave it a favorite voice in animated. This movie film. was for children. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Can I? May I say a quick thing about my background with this particular video? Oh, please do. So I, it came out when I, what was it? 2003. 2002. 2002. So I would have been about 13 years old, a Jewish adult, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hated it when it came out, but I watched it over and over and over for like two weeks. Oh, And my dad was like, what are you doing? Why are you fucking watching? It's garbage. Yeah. And I told him that I knew. I knew in my heart it was really bad. I never once liked it, but I just kept watching it. Just like and... the the life of Adam Sandler in this movie. You hate what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. You know you shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> but you can't control yourself. His whole career, yeah. I think, uh, I think it, there's kind of like a dog whistle aspect to it for like a 13 year old Jew. Where it's like you Maybe. don't like it, but you're gonna listen to it. Well, a hundred. What times. else do you have? And it makes me cry. And it makes me cry. I'm only saying that in out loud for the sake of entertainment and you know, <laughs> transparency on this podcast. But it does make me cry. I'm sure it also made uh, uh, Sandler cry because it did lose almost 10 million dollars. Um, but it was huge so in Taiwan, great. though. So no, they made actually, it up overseas. <laughs> I wish it was huge in Taiwan. Uh, but this is a great. Yeah, it, it grossed twenty three point six million in North America and twenty three point eight million worldwide. So they made a few. Dollars. So the rest of the country did not wow. give a shit, or the rest of the world did not give a shit about this movie. But yeah, that's on a budget of thirty four million. So it's it's weird how much it makes me feel better when a movie loses money that I hate. I love that. It does. Uh, yeah. Good, good, good news. Um, anyway, so we've said enough bad about it. Um, but we always like to, uh, at the halfway point of the show and the end, start and end with a compliment. Uh, it's called oh, the compliment God. sandwich. Uh, we this is literally one of the hardest I've ever had uh, for one of these. It's not the movie is not offensive enough that I'm going to suspend the compliment. We've only done that once in 420 episodes. Um, but this one, I think we can. We'll, what was it for? It was for Ghost, right, Ez? What did you suspend? Uh, that sounds about right. I think it was for Ghost, yeah, which was... Wait, the Patrick Swayze movie? No, Ghost? that would have been no. great. That would have been uh, so there's fun. A, there's a really uh, uh, just sexist, uh, Islamophobic um, book that we read called Ghost, which did oh, not have okay. a lot to do with Patrick Swayze, which was just another knock against it. It's like a it's a it's a Jesus. it's like a military thriller and the the main character is a self-avowed rapist. He's like that's like his cool thing. Um I mean, compliment right off the bat. <laughs> Boy, how to find all the worst things and he, put them into one narrative. Yeah, yeah. The 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 plot of that book is that he was like stalking these women from the bushes when he sees them get abducted by Islamic terrorists and then he f- jumps into the airplane and ends up saving them by cutting off Osama bin Laden's head and then all the women have sex with him to repay him. Um 
It's zero, zero dark dirty, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I'm gonna go. Thanks, everybody. Your ability <laughs> to hang in there for a pun while I was describing that plot is admirable. I um, thank you. I'm and it's like you, you, if you kill jihadists, you don't get the virgins. That's not the way the deal is supposed to work. That's how they flip actually, anyway. So yeah. we we suspended you know the comment for that. Keep them. But this right. this uh, we have to say something nice. Ezra, I want you to go first. What's your major compliment for Eight Crazy Nights? Uh, okay, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Um, <laughs> you got it. I, I believe in you. Uh, okay. Um, there was at one point. Uh, at one point, John Lovett's character has a hook for a hand, um, and and I generally like hooks for hands or just things that are not hands for, used for hands. You know, I like I like hands being not hand things because I think from an animation animation standpoint, it's easier to draw. Way easier. Um, oh, that's a good point. Tough. Yeah, and um, and just also, I, I like just imagine what would your hands be if they weren't hands? Like if you could choose, you know, what would yours be as sandwiches? Uh, uh, no, I think I wanted to ham have like, sandwiches. Like a rock- ham I to have ham a rock- sandwiches. All right, that's pretty good. Ham ham sandwich. I think I wanted to have a, a, like a sandwich for one, like would you know regenerate, and then like a rocket ship for the other, so I could like go flying places. But would that just blow your arm off? Yeah, that'd be really no, tough. No, no, no. Can, You'd have to. Have oh no, it's strong... oriented perpendicularly to your wrist. Yeah, exactly. Like you would need yeah. a strong wrist. <laughs> okay, which, I'm yeah, well, bored. Which I could have. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, that's that's mine. Interesting. I uh, man, I can't think of a great hand to have right now. I, the hook hand. It, I don't understand the hook entirely. Why that evolved? Like that's why that's the thing we gave people for hands. It seems really hard to like, really impractical. Hmm. Um, well, it's more practical than all the other alternatives, I think. Is the I guess, uh, but he there's one part where he pats the mayor on the back and it stabs him. Yeah, yeah Peg yeah. would be Multiple great. Times. Yeah, it was like and it made, they made the stabbing like like he was just destroying that guy's back. Anyway, Ezra, good compliment. Hook hand, Yay. perfect. Anthony, <laughs> what do you got? Um, you know, I I want to say that this is misconception in movies that they have to be like over ninety minutes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> And my my compliment for this movie is I like that, you know, Adam Sandler was like, you know, we're not trying to be heroes here. Let's just cut <laughs> out as soon as we can. Like I think he has he has some respect for the audience. Uh yeah, yeah. so I, I gotta give that, you know, the the amount of he showed restraint nowhere else but the running time. Seventy six minutes. He and, used that where it counts. And of that seventy six minutes, four of it was just a recording from his comedy album of him singing that song. Over the credits. So, 72 minutes of comedy. It is... Um, yeah, that was going to be my major comment. I'll let you have it. I'm not going to try to get in on it. But not there's not one person in the world who wanted this movie to be a minute longer. So, excellent job keeping it in under 80. I think 75 to movie minutes is a great length for a comedy. I like 90 drama, 75 comedy. That's where I want movies to be. I'm all about it. Should you just watch TV shows now, Alex? That, Mostly. Like, you can hit those. Yeah, well, but TV those... show... God damn it. I was watching The Deuce, and it was like uh, an hour 15. That's 75 minutes. You're just making a goddamn movie now. Give me a nice 40-minute film. <laughs> That's TV. I want them to be shorter. Anyway, um, Phoebe, major compliment. Eight Crazy Nights. Um, can you give me just one second? Yeah. yeah? I'm just trying to think of... <laughs> something you like all right uh i'll come all back right, to you now, here here i i got it okay oh wait shit did you hear that gun gunshot <laughs> kind of oh, okay yeah kind <laughs> of it. wait yeah, hold okay. on wait, wait Let's is, that, try... is your new dog choking <laughs> did that work no I was yes i 
I hear a gun sound effect. Go on. I was. I didn't time it out well. We'll fix it in post. Like, oh, let me think of a positive thing to say, and then make it seem like I shot myself in the head. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't work. I think this is better this way because then we still get the humor of the general situation without the actual stress of thinking you might have killed yourself over this. Yeah, it was so much work over here for no reward. A lot like watching the movie. I'm glad you Um, you put a lot into this compliment. Did Uh, okay. What's my what's my thing? Okay, well, here's a compliment, and this is sort of a general uh, Adam Sandler statement. Uh, I th- I think that no matter what movie he makes and how shitty it is, there's always something human in it that, like, gets me. Oh. Click, I think, is the worst movie that's ever been made, <laughs> but I still wept, and I was so angry i was so angry that i was sad but henry winkler was sad so how am i not supposed to be i don't even remember what was happening but i was like crying and like i cry at everything movie i cried everything and i felt nothing during this film but rage i I still felt kind of bad I don't know. Mm. So that I, John, that John Lovitz got robbed of his patch because I felt pretty bad. About I feel about that. that. I, feel I feel bad, bad that that, that 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 woman is going to have to talk to Adam Sandler. Um, oh, she is, isn't she? That's so. There's some things that made me a little sad. Um, but they all threw their patches down on him. It was beautiful, like it was snowing love on him. Oh man, it's weird that it everyone like, in town wears that patch. No, it's weird day. that everyone in town sewed their patch on yeah. between the banquet and getting to the mall. Oh man. It's also is... weird that woman with three tits got three years in a row. Like well, I mean make the whole thing null and void. What skill does she they, have? They implied that because she had okay there's a woman with three breasts for no reason and she had patches <laughs> there's a patch um that you get for being the most uh the MVP of this basketball court and um is that it? Yeah, I it was just the town. Yeah, yeah. The MVP of the town. No, it's for the community center. Yeah, it's for, for the, the community center. Thing. I thought it, like the vo- the voting booths are around town, but it's just for the basketball yeah. center. So why did the woman with three breasts win? This is what I'm saying. So and that's and, what I'm saying. Three years in a row. Okay, so just to really catch everybody up. So there's this community center. There's for some reason this big patch they give every year. The old guy Whitey really wants to win it this year, despite having no reason to believe it's going to happen. He gets his hopes up, and then they give it to the rich person who bought them a new scoreboard, which makes perfect sense, and he is very upset. A digital scoreboard, and, even. And Adam, yeah, they were they were still turning them by hand before, I guess, in 2002. And then um, Adam Sandler was like, everybody, you should have given it to Whitey. And they're all like, oh, yeah, good point. And so all the people who've won before throw their patches at him. And the one with three breasts has, like, year 16, 17, 18, one on each breast, as if each of her breasts had won one year of the most valuable person in this community center. I mean, yeah, I, I hate to say I'm it, saying. but... That I think is you might be crazy. reading too much into this one, Alex. <laughs> yeah, that's think... just an Easter egg, so you know that this takes place in the Total Recall universe. <laughs> <laughs> that's just... Ah, okay, good theory. Oh. Well, I'm going to pretend Phoebe just had a really great compliment. Mine now Thank you. is uh, uh, for the deer, the dearest ex machina. Specifically, there's one moment, I forgot there's actually one moment that I enjoyed, which was... That when he is uh, Adam Sandler is trying to break into the uh, the big gala oh, for this, yeah, this is pretty fun. and the deer, uh, the cops see him and they're, they're coming oh, up, yeah. about to find him, and the deer make a um, a pyramid to hide the fact that he is climbing in this window from the cops, and the cops see it and they're like, "Is something over there?" And then the cop goes, "No, just some deer making a pyramid." 
and then they leave and that was fine yeah, it was cute. It was a cute moment. I'm so glad she didn't say the shitting themselves laughing. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was a part yeah. earlier in a song where the deer laughed so hard that they just shit everywhere. It's really no, it's guys. The I'm the so mayor sorry. Telling a joke. Oh, the that's what it was. Oh, you're right. The you're right. Mayor such joke. such a, a sycophants that they're. They're like beside themselves, just shitting well, then, all over the place. And then the woman suggests well, to her ironic, kid you know? that all the people are laughing to make the mayor feel better because they want something from him, which is then yeah. a weird decision for the deer to laugh so hard. That's what I'm saying. It's a weird. There's some motivation for these fucking deer in this town, and I don't know what the, it is. The writers but were I'm so get lazy. To the bottom of it. The writers just, they forgot. Yeah, they forgot what the motivation was halfway through. Oh, let's just draw the deer shitting. Okay, great. Why are we doing this? We don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Scott, give us a real major compliment. If you I can. have a real major compliment. I feel like I'm going to save the day here, you guys. So um, this movie actually was an enormous self-esteem boost for me because mm. I met a girl on Friday night who I thought was really groovy. Uh-huh. And we were texting. We were trying to like get together and like totally like on a limb. I said, well, I got to watch Eight Crazy Nights this afternoon for a podcast want to come over and do that and she said yes no and we turned this movie into a great date and here's the thing here's why i feel really good about this she had seen this movie before so she likes me enough no scott she likes me enough to come back and watch it again red flag what run scott (laughs) red flag get out of there holy shit i am saving you from this woman (laughs) run but she's she saw like, it I know she's gonna listen to this, and I'm speaking woman to woman. <laughs> you don't, you don't need to do that. Find some what? help. She she saw your text invite about this movie and looked up at her shrine to eight crazy nights in the corner of her room, oh. and was like, "I found the one." Oh. <laughs> did you guys have fun? Wa- like, did you? Because ha- oh yeah, we were like laughing the whole time. Oh. But here's the problem: this movie is one of the, you know those movies that are so bad that they're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This movie's just so bad it's bad. It's just bad, bad. So yeah. we maintained banter even in the headwind of that. Wow. Run, hundred percent run. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'd consider like your advice, you guys. This is... Yeah, I'd like, I'm, I'm, I'll, 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 a strong buy on this relationship. I'd like okay. to, like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Right, we'll D- see. If, you, but luck. if she suggests that for a fun activity, you guys read Ghost together. <laughs> Um, Wait, so that Patrick Swayze movie, <laughs> the novelization of the Patrick, Patrick Swayze movie. This can be us someday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, we've we've talked for a pretty good amount of time about this movie already, but really quick, um, let's let's just like let's do maybe five or so complaints and grievances. What are some other of the worst things? Each or total? Uh, total, total, oh, yeah. Um, I think the Rob Schneider uh, Chinese waiter is probably the worst part of the movie. Does anybody have also a nomination I, for worst part of the movie? I got one. Yeah. This movie is going out of its way to be cal- to be obnoxious and gross us out at every opportunity, and yet shows zero creativity at every opportunity to really do it. Like my biggest beef with this movie is right at the end, he's leaving town on this bus, right? And he's on right. the bus, and the bus gets a flat right in front of the community center, so it like brings him in, and he. Oh, saves I guess day. I'm not going to run from the law. I'll come try to win this girl back. Right, but what is what what breaks the the tires why does it get a flat a thumbtack yeah. and the bus driver goes like, oh it's a thumbtack <laughs> so like what lazy like they get to this point in the movie they've yeah. shown us all that why didn't they get a flat on like frozen deer shit sure. or why didn't yeah. they get a flat on like that's right, you know, right there's a yeah. million things yeah that were just i mean you, you've named one but sure i'll believe there's a million who else has got one what else could the bus <laughs> I mean, the, help the, me out the, here the, team hot, hardened nipple 
Those seem sure. to be like a reoccurring. Sure. A lot of thing. nipples out there. Wait, yeah, wait. Morning erection. Yeah. Well, I, I just want to. I want to build on this. No a... bad ideas. I just want to say, what about three hardened nipples? Yeah, oh, that yeah. would have been. Exactly. That's why she won all the years in a row. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she stopped all the criminals from leaving town. The... Yeah. She it's like that thing you lay down on a highway to stop a car chase. Yeah, like those those, those things that they throw up. Or she she run, oh, the that, bus the runs over. Oh, the hook hand guy. Yeah, the hook hand. Yeah. Oh, the hook hand would have been perfect. Or perfect. Or they, uh, or the, uh, and then he would deserve the, the patch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what if like the, the bus runs over, uh, like the reanimated logo of a kitchen company that has a knife in it? Like the, sure. Yeah, it's a Cutco type thing. Yeah, yeah, Cutco, perfect. Or William Sonoma. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, Spike okay, Town. Great, great nomination. Um, others? Uh, worst thing I, about I it. Mean, isn't this movie a Hanukkah movie in kind of the same way that like Die Hard's a Christmas movie? <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it really isn't. Like it's just sort of happening in the background. It's not really a movie. Like it, they don't even like they mention at the, the it's the first day of Hanukkah and it's the last day of Hanukkah and that's it. The entire film, basically. Yeah, yep. This this could really have been any other eight nights, with the one exception of uh, the thing that he always wanted. Was a, a Hanukkah card from his parents, and then they were which dead, he puts so on his mini fridge, which is like, and it falls off, and then he just puts it right. He's just setting himself up to remember his parents are dead every time he goes into his fridge. He opens it, yeah. he closes it, the envelope falls. He looks at it, he gets sad. It says, "Dude, it's from your parent, dead parents. We love you, Davy." And he Man. sets it next to the picture of them, which he does not save. When he goes yeah. back to get the card out of the fire. How hard is oh. it to grab one framed picture? <laughs> I, I should also add in, I guess, like, if we're going to hate on things, like, this this really just underscores the importance of having, like, a really good will. Uh, I think the parents were, like, largely reckless uh, to, like, to not have, like, had any provisions. Just he ended up in foster care as a result of this. Right. Like, yeah. you should have, like, a garden no one, set up. You know, no yeah. one was assigned to avenge their death. Also, like, right. this just speaks to what it you does. said a second ago about this being like only nominally Anthony a, yeah. a Hanukkah movie yeah. because like they're in this town in quote New Hampshire which has a JCC and everyone in the town talks like they're Jewish talks about Jewish things yeah. no one's actually Jewish yeah and and also like these the Freedmans or whatever his last name is they're not letting their kid in foster care like that's <laughs> not a Jewish thing <laughs> like is, is there is there something that happens if you're Jewish and your parents both died do you get like like the, yeah, the JCC takes you in yeah, and looks yeah, after yeah. you. Like yeah. it is literally like JCCs are doubling as orphanages oh. these days. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean it does. It does center. seem like something would have happened that would have been better for him. Although this the Hanukkah thing is really weird for me too, because like it's it's basically a, a, a city where everybody who talks about Christmas and also talks about Hanukkah in the same breath, and there's like yeah. a giant Christmas tree with a giant. Um, uh, Menorah, Hanukkah, Hanukkah. That's what I was trying to say. Um, anyway, there's a candelabra next to it, and um, <laughs> no, it was, it was like, but the Christmas tree and menorah are the same size, and the which I mean, I've seen a lot of Christmas trees without menorahs next to them of the same size. So it's this town that is, in, in, it's uh, the suspension of disbelief is like everyone in this town cares about Hanukkah in a way that I have never experienced. And I guess I'm a I, West Coast person, so yeah. that's part of the bias. No one cares about Hanukkah. Never yeah, no, seen it like that. And I, then I to not idea. have Hanukkah matter? Like, you give us that town, and then no one cares about it. So uh, weird. 
and interpretation, Alex. I, well, so so according to IMDb, original title for this movie was uh, Davy and Whitey, uh, <laughs> but they thought that was Stop too racist. It. No, it's sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So there, there was a line they didn't want to cross, apparently. Uh, but, um, <laughs> Literally the only time someone said no in the production of this film. Well, so I kind of think it was like, the, like, <laughs> huh, we have this whole like story, basically, which is like this body thing. I think it was completely independent of Hanukkah entirely. And then like they were like, well, how can we actually make this work? It's like, well, Adam Sandler has that whole like Hanukkah song thing. Let's just lean into that. This makes a um, lot of sense, actually. Wow. Shane Black and, came and did a punch-up draft on the script and just added the Christmas Hanukkah thing. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if you go back and watch the different scenes, if you can see, like, all the scenes they added afterwards to make it look more Hanukkah-y. Or, like, yeah, they just all the, yeah, they just added yeah, that It just used to be menorah. just about shitting deer, but they was like, no, let's make it shitting reindeer. All right, right, right. All, yeah. Oh, man. Okay, that makes, you know what, uh, that does actually help clear that Wait, up a little bit. Put, put um, it on the, on the Infowars. It <laughs> is up. <laughs> Guys, it's now, uh, we have to thank our meat buddy. This is our normal meat buddy thank you segment. We have a brand new meat buddy uh, that we need to thank today. Uh, her name is Nora. Hi, Nora. Uh, thank you. And her last name is uh, Delaire. Uh, probably not pronounced that way. Um, she said it sounds like it's spelled, but she's French, super French Canadian. And so I should Google Romeo Delaire to see if I need help pronouncing the name, which I did. He's very famous, but just saw his name written a bunch of times. And that didn't help me at all. So... Um, if you guys want to take a guess at how to pronounce that in a French Canadian way, I'd be interested. Uh, is it D E L? No, it's D A. It's in, it's in the chat. D A double L A I R E. Oh, I just saw it. Delaire. I'm gonna say like d- yeah, Delaire. I think it's Delaire. Usually, the French Delaire. pronunciation is just you don't say the second half of the word right, so it's just like Nora Dal Delaire. You like fade is out, it? like yeah, yeah. It's pronounced yeah, just go hockey. Away from the mic. <laughs> thank you that was the most canadian answer so um so uh thanks for being a, becoming a meat buddy nora and so as as you all know on the panel when somebody becomes a meat buddy we give them a few options of things that we can do for them and uh one thing that i offer is a, a pep talk and nora asked if she could just get a pep talk about being a mom uh in general she said i've, I've been one for most of a decade but it's hard work and i could always use a pep talk so if you guys could just help us give some some more pep to uh, Nora's motherly step. I, I think after watching this movie, I have a new respect for how important moms are. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> you out, lose yeah. a mom, and you're fucking... That kid's going to be a bad apple, you yeah. know? Yeah. Drink, don't forget drinking. how important you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah don't forget exactly. that you're only one car accident away from your kid being a basketball player or something. <laughs> well, the kid was already a basketball <laughs> yeah, player. Yeah, from being a pickup basketball player. Yeah. And a uh, drunk asshole. Um, yeah, all those other things. You I know mean, what, I, though, I know you, plenty if, of drunk assholes with parents. So I just don't feel like it's that, that's not on them, is what I'm saying. Nora, yeah, this is my pep talk. how much time do they spend in a mall, is the question. Not enough or too much? I don't know. The point is, I Nora, know. no matter what you do, the kid may or may not become a drunk asshole. Like, this is... It's not on you. Like, you, you are, your effects... They're just not going to matter that much in the long run. Literally no pressure. I think, yeah, no pressure. Huh, wait, so your your pep top of like it's hard to be a mom. You're like, you know what? It doesn't even matter. That's that's your that's your. I approach. feel like, like yeah. Like, hey, how about nihilism? Give nihilism a spin. <laughs> yeah, you know, in the grand scheme of things, Nora, like what we do on Earth doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, that's my parenting ma- style. Well, if Nora's, Nora's listened yeah, to the show long enough and to become a meat buddy, she is aware that I am usually not great at pep talks. Okay, but can but I fair, can I try it? Please, Phoebe. Yeah, go for it. Okay, well, the only potential I've... mother in the group. <laughs> well, and uh, recent 
adoptee of a tiny baby puppy. Sure, which you know, which is what parents love is when you compare it to adopting a dog. Well, I'm just saying that it, you know, I got two hours of sleep last night because I was up all yeah. night with my baby. <laughs> hey, that, that, that counts. Yeah. Okay, but I've also been teaching children's theater since, uh, like, 2007, and I've been on, like, full-time nanny for the last seven years. Oh, shit, and credentials. boy, parenting, real until you die and your kid turns into a mall-dwelling degenerate piece of garbage, uh, if you happen to stay alive... As long as you're nice and you love it, uh, you can't really go wrong. That's what you've learned as a nanny is just just to love it and you can't go wrong? Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, you'll, I'm you'll not good the mistakes at my usually. Job. Yeah. <laughs> can't go wrong and doing the best that you can are two different things. Oh. Yeah. So, guys, okay, can I touch you guys over here for a second? Yeah, yeah. What's up, <laughs> what's up, what's up, what's up Okay, what's yeah, yeah. Up, So this is like a pep talk. It's not like a real, there's not like uh, substance to it. You know what I mean? No, no, not, that's fair, that's fair. Of yeah. course those things don't You're right. line up You're at right. all. But no, I see. she's I'm asking a group of morons for a pep talk. So, <laughs> I, so let's make what it if, peppy. Guys, <laughs> I agree with Scott. Let's make if, it peppy. You know what? Look, it's the holidays. What if we make it so Nora's actually happy this time? What if we make have Phoebe take all the shots? All right, so we finally win again. Yeah, all guys, right. Nora's coming to the to the podcast tonight. We really want to. She okay. comes to all of them. She does come a lot to this show. But okay, you guys, I think it's been a good meeting. We should get back. Nora's waiting. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, Nora. Hey, Nora so, sorry, yeah, just sorry listen for the, to like what I said. And, yeah, yeah. She was great. We all agree with Phoebe. She did, it was a really nice job. Uh, also, I, I, maybe I, I, this guys. is related to what Phoebe was saying. But if you can get a nanny. Right. Oh, this yeah. is an advice. So this is an advice. You? This is a pep talk. Oh, you're, I, you're right, Nora. You're right. Nora. Hey, listen up, Nora. <laughs> Things are going to be fine. It might be dark right now. It might be really fucking dark where you live. Your right, child might be Canada. out in that darkness somewhere. Yeah. You don't even know where. Right. Possibly carousing with animals in the woods. The sun or buried under rise a snowdrift. Eight months a year in Canada. That's right. So, so, so this is a downtime for you, and we get it. But Nora, hold on, hold on, because in the darkness, that is always when it is darkest. It is when the light shall be returning and ah. so this might be your it's darkest always darkest down. at the darkest point nora <laughs> that's right <laughs> it is always darkest at night that's what i always say good point dog i think dusk. we've nailed this <laughs> uh, no, i'd like to do this for another 20 minutes please I feel, like, I feel like we're about to get it i feel like we're about to get it <laughs> so wide open yeah <laughs> just keep on trucking nora that's all you really uh, can do yeah. You know? yeah yeah i mean also Look. a decade's like a long time to yeah. keep the thing alive. I have yeah, I haven't kept so up with any good. hobby that long. Keep it going. You're yeah, I mean I, I think if you yeah, if you've been a mom for ten years and you're still a mom at this point, like that's pretty great. Like that's ninety percent of good it on you. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like I, I I know you're not looking for advice, but like maybe Minecraft. <laughs> like just put put that in front of your kid. Wait, for the Let kid or for crazy. Her? <laughs> uh I mean both is a fun family thing together, but you know, that's you true. put it in front of Minecraft, you can really do whatever you want. You that's can true. leave for hours, drink. It's true. They'll they'll figure it out, you know? Okay. Now, and then your kid is the boss of its own destiny yeah the boss yeah. of its own right. destiny isn't that kind of what say. minecraft is it is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. dude yeah. i hate minecraft <laughs> okay well this you has been what? great so here's the important thing nora <laughs> is your kid didn't make this movie or invent minecraft and so you're already like ahead of the game pretty much oh I feel so like far ahead yeah, yeah you've done it yeah it hasn't maybe they'll go back in time and do it we don't really know yeah. what's gonna the but then your kid's a time traveler so not bad yeah you turned yeah. out great and it probably speaks two languages <laughs> yeah Look, right? I, and the, I think the important thing for for everything, like, look, partial credit really counts. So, like, um, if you feel good any of the time, like, that's enough, really. Like, you yeah. don't have to be like happy all the time. Like, it's not going to be great all the time. But like, 
like partial credit, like anytime you can feel okay about any of this, I think it's good. I think this you is take like that win. spoken nothing, like a true millennial that parent. A Tim, nothing that Tim Hortons and a cigarette can't fix <laughs> for a ten year old. Hey, hey, Phoebe, can I talk to you right for a second? Sorry, real quick. I just, having a great time, I'm, by the way. I'm glad. Just, I, like, I really appreciate so you doing fun. the podcast. Hey, I did not get when you said that if they were a time traveler, they would speak two languages. Do you? Oh, I. Yeah. Do you just figure like if you had a time machine, that's what you'd use it for? Wait, to hey, hey Alex, can I, can I, Alex, can I speak to you for a second, real quick? Yeah, yeah. Phoebe, hold on one second. Think, oh, hey, Alex, where are you going? All right. Yeah, I'll, just I'll, be, I'll, I'll be right back. I think I think Phoebe was referencing the fact that they're in Canada and not just necessarily time traveling. Uh, okay, I'll, okay, I'll, cool. I'll thanks, you. Hey, 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 I'll give you back to, to Phoebe. Yeah, thanks. See, hey, Phoebe. Oh, hey, Alex. Were you talking about yeah, just yeah. Canadians speak two languages? Or was yeah, it a time travel specific thing? I was. Okay, cool, cool. Thanks. Sorry, sorry about that. I just slow no, sometimes. No you know, cool. So, do you didn't have a problem with the Tim Hortons thing? No, I thought that was a great joke. Oh, thank you so much. Can you tell me three other jokes that you thought I've told tonight that were really great? <laughs> For sure. And also, so I, I'm really self conscious about that noise effect, that sound effect. Not. Yeah, I, you know, I think well, actually the so. gun thing turned out pretty great. So I would, I would definitely say that one is up there. Um, it's like one of those fun flubs. Hey, right? Phoebe, sounds like you need a, a pep talk here. <laughs> All hey, right, I'm that's having it. a private conversation with my friend Alex. Can you <laughs> I, was hey, I couldn't Scott, help. Can I take you for a second? Oh uh, yeah, Scott, Scott, what's uh, going on? Yeah. Well, Hold Scott, on, I'm trying to listen to Phoebe. I just want a private moment, and it's really kind of rude to actually butt in during that. That's, oh, I, that's all she, I'm, I'm so I sorry. I feel really yeah, no, down okay. about myself now. Actually, I realized we just left Anthony all alone. I have no idea who was looking after him. It's fucking episode 420. I'm just getting blitzed over here. He's you hanging out with those deer over himself. there smoking. Anyway, Nora, if I could just have you... For, Nora, if I could speak to you really quick. I'm sorry that this segment went so far off the rails. Um, as you know, I'm not great at it. And like Phoebe said in her second best joke, you just gave... Uh, you asked four morons for uh, uh, a pep talk. That's kind of on you. No, that was not a joke. That was maybe the most real thing I've said was, all day. But it can be both. And also, uh, her her third best joke was this whole thing about asking for people to come over over here and have a word so um it was been really effective for her not so great for you uh no refunds anyway if you the rest of you talk for me if the rest of you want to become a meat buddy and get one of these excellent segments directed in your general direction uh and insulting to your home country go to redistrict.com slash meat buddies and your donation in any amount really uh helps keep us going and it also allows you to vote on upcoming topics so redistrict.com slash meat buddies and we thank nora for her support of the show merci beaucoup nora Bonsoir. Oh, that was Are you good. a time traveler? Peut-être. <laughs> me buddies, 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 me buddies. Uh, now it's time, you guys, for lightning bonus round. Can I share with you one of my favorite phrases? Round. Never mind. F- favorite yeah. phrase? No, we don't. Uh, we're we're way behind. We're going into the lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Here we go. We gotta so, Lightning Bonus Round is the game where we talk about things that are re- inspired by the movie, but not necessarily about the movie. And I have two quick things that I want to talk about. Number one, um, is somebody interested in or prepared to defend Adam Sandler to me? Because I feel like right now, uh, I don't like him yeah. and I hope bad things happen to him. No, I, I can do that. Okay. I'll take a shot afterwards, too. Cool, yeah. cool. Let's hear it. I'm interested. Uh, I mean, just generally, like, on the other things that he's done that's, that are good? like Whatever like your defense one, of him I, I think, is, yeah. Well, okay, so one, the original Hanukkah song, like, I really do like, uh-huh. um, and and I also like when songs have sequels. I think it's a fun a fun thing that not a lot of songs get. Okay, cool, so, I'm into that. Uh, uh, but, but, I mean, I think just, uh, I, I don't know, I, I oh, also appreciate that, like, he uh, was roommates with Judd Apatow, and, like, I liked, mm. uh, I think, at least two-thirds of Funny People. Um, mm. I like The Wedding Singer. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of, like, good heart to a lot of the stuff he does. A lot of the stuff he does is really weird. Uh, um, like, Punch Trunk Love. Like, some, 
Yeah, there's 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 a lot of good stuff there, and I think I just appreciate that he like he makes a lot of stuff, um, <laughs> and he always seems to enjoy it. Uh, and so like it's not necessarily for you all the time, uh, and I'm okay with that. Okay. Well, that's my theory. That's my theory about like the do over. Is I think okay. Sorry, is it my turn? Yeah, go also? for it. Go for it. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Lightning bonus round. So <laughs> we don't benefit. We don't benefit from this particular tip of the hat. No, but I feel like he has single-handedly employed all of his friends who all happen to be the worst people in the world, <laughs> who would otherwise have absolutely no career whatsoever. Oh, Rob no. Schneider got yeah. two full seasons of a train wreck of a show that I have once again watched two times <laughs> all the way through. Yeah, it's like, so bad but that show only exists because adam sandler got the leverage from netflix with the six picture deal mm. now tagging on to that he yes made the do-over sandy mm-hmm. wexler and the ridiculous six all of yeah. which are incredibly bad movies but Racist then just made movies but then just came out with the, the meyerowitz stories the Noah Baumbach movie with Dustin Hoffman and a whole slew of good people. And it's really, really good. Mm. So I feel like he kind of has an idea of what his value is to the majority of America. And then is like, okay, but also, Hey, look, everyone, you, you few out there, I do have some strengths as an actual performer. I Mm. eat punch drunk love. Mm. Meyerwood stories. Spanglish is Spanglish any good? Spanglish is pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, I mean, do you want to contribute I, to this too? Yeah. Well, what I would say about Adam Sandler is, I think he he he's made more garbage than maybe any entertainer of our generation. Sure. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Which, as, but, especially, it feels yeah, appropriate a, on the 420th episode of this show yeah. to remind people that it is impressive if you make a lot of garbage. Yeah. It doesn't but, matter I mean, if it's bad if you just make a lot of it. There is something there. He. There's almost an element. I've always felt like there's like a hate the game, not the player. You know, okay. don't like the player hate the game kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like yeah. Adam Sandler is just like what, like what Phoebe said. He employs his friends. Yeah. He go thinks of places he wants to go on vacation on for three oh, months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Writes That's a movie say, backwards around is, that. Yeah, yeah, the do-over is just that. Hmm. Yeah, all of his movies are that. Like he just right. employs friends and they write loose scripts that are really shitty and have the laziest jokes ever. Uh, and he just goes and he pays a bunch of people a bunch of money to hang out with him for a few months. And it's, it's you know, it's like a society that allows it and, yeah. like, rewards that behavior. You almost, like, you can't, like, I wish he put in more effort. But also, like, he when he does put in effort to things, they don't succeed. Like, people want his bare minimum. Like, Paul <laughs> Blow is one of his most successful productions. Yeah. They've made two of those movies. All, like, grown-ups, were, those movies were fucking huge. Yeah, yeah. And that's what yeah. people want. Like, that's the... He hits, like, yeah. where a moke is It's such a con. Him. It's such an yeah. incredibly giant... Like, yeah. every... Oh, it's a it, heist. Yeah, his, his career is are... a fucking heist. <laughs> his movie, especially when you think of like how much money in product placement he like right. the product placement mostly pays for his movies. Plus, right, he gets right, a right. bunch of money from the studios to make it. So, like, yeah, he's just running a giant scam essentially. But like, yeah, I so I was googling before I brought this up. I just wanted to see. I just assumed somebody would do it, so I just Googled Defense of Adam Sandler and read a few of the pieces I found, and the one from Entertainment (laughs) Entertainment Weekly uh, had this line that was like, the man has headlined 1,200 plus million dollar comedies in 13 years, 
and has produced a number of other successful comedies uh, with his Happy Madison production company. And so basically he makes whatever movies he wants and makes a ton of money doing it. Um, and whether or not you like that, uh, you know, wouldn't any actor in the world kill for that? Um, I've also heard that he's objectively the nicest person in show business. Really? I have heard that several times from several different people. That he's like the nicest person. And I believe it. You can, you know, when you hear something like that, you're not totally surprised by it. It might be true. It's sort of like the number one dad mug. I feel like a lot of people say that and it's just hard to actually fact check. What if his movies are just bad because he can't say no to a bad joke? Like everyone Uh, else around him is just really unfunny and he's like, (laughs) "Uh, yeah, that's a great (laughs) joke. We'll totally put that in there. Yeah, no That's bad ideas theory. in fourth drafts. That's going on InfoWars. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's a, always I can't at believe... least one thing in his terrible garbage movies that is funny. I, I well, it's it's my belief that there's one good joke in any terrible comedy, but I feel like this movie proved me wrong. Uh, the hook thing? Um, nope, not a, no. There's no good joke. It was a hook I, existed, Ezra. That's not a joke. I giggled like twice, I, but I don't remember what. But, but you were on a good date. I don't know. For some, I thought the uh, the steps to soaking your feet was a funny little gag. I don't know why. When he's like, "Step one, extend. Step two, yeah, that was ah. cute. That's not a joke. Like that That's was comforting. I don't know if it not was. a joke. It's kind of fine. Um, I get so I guess all of those defenses. I really that was very genuine and heartfelt. And I appreciate that of you guys. I think those are all pretty fair things. Um, I do. I'm, so, feel I'm like, so sorry. I spaced out trying to think of a thing I laughed at during yeah, this movie. Yeah, it's impossible because there's nothing funny. But I do. I appreciate that. And I do think those were <laughs> like mostly convincing. With the one possible problem is that he's repeatedly punching down. He's he's constantly racist and homophobic, and and that I just find like that outweighs so much of the. But he's a box office yeah. success, and it actually makes me feel like. Um, it because it turns out it's hard to go bankrupt selling racism to America. It turns out that is a really good he's business strategy that's employed white, over and over and over again. He's white nationalist favorite Jew, so he's also giving us that he's the most accessible yeah. Jew. Did you get that on in- Infowars? White supremacists. Yeah. They yeah, they love him over I'm there. That right now, I wrote it. <laughs> I just like, I am a I, white nationalist. Can Can I just say, by the way, I think we really need to stop and acknowledge Infowars switching to the wiki format of just being openly edible was a great thing. I'm really happy. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <great>. <laughs> I'm really... loving it, yeah. guys. Fuck new, net neutrality. I'm having a great time just playing within the bounds. Okay, you guys. Been set up for me by Infowars. Lightning bonus round number two. I just want to ask you really quick. So. So, is there a better Hanukkah movie? Did I fuck up? Should I have picked a good Hanukkah movie? Can you think of one good Hanukkah movie? There's that Hammer movie. What is it? Hebrew Hammer. That's a Hanukkah movie. Hebrew Hammer? Is it? Is that a Ben Stiller? Oh, yeah. Is that a Sasha Baron Cohen movie? It's another... Uh, 2003 indie action film, oh, yeah. The Hebrew Hammer. Yeah, that movie. That guy. Adam Goldberg. We don't have any good movies. We don't have any good songs. No, there's the Hanukkah Harry sketch from the old classic Saturday Night Live days where John Lovitz plays Hanukkah Harry, and that is freaking gold, you guys. Really? Yes. You probably yeah, have that's not a okay. full-length yeah. video. Just put it on that's repeat. That's not a feature presentation. Get off my case, Phoebe. Uh... Look, hey, can I talk to you over here for a second? Yeah, sure. What's going on? Hey, Phoebe. <laughs> hey, I don't like... I, I, I Look, I'm so excited about our new friendship, and I feel like we get to, you know, band together as a couple of couple of friends moving forward but 
I just, I feel like when it comes to the length of feature presentations, you and I are always at each other's throats and I just don't, you know. It's not necessary. It makes me look weak in front of the guys, you know. Oh, I don't mean that at all. I'm so sorry. No, I know. I know. That's why I wanted to talk to you in private. I totally it. disagree with you about this, but I really also totally respect you. Can I? See, and and if I'm not showing that, then that's my problem. Hey, Scott and Phoebe, so can sorry. you just join the, rejoin the group? You're making us all uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm so sorry, Alex. Okay, uh, let's let's go back. According to E! Online, there are eight... Hanukkah films. So it's the eight best and only Hanukkah films. And number six is Inglorious Bastards. So that's a <laughs> Jewish related Bastards. film, but it doesn't take place yeah. on Hanukkah. Uh, that is an insane statement to make by whoever <laughs> made it. Oh, a In- Rugrats Hanukkah. Bastards is a Hanukkah movie is the worst <laughs> that's, fact I mean, I I've ever heard. Who, who wouldn't oh, want a dead Hitler for FG. Number three, Hanukkah Harry on SNL. You guys, uh, E Online get, entirely agrees with Scott. <laughs> Number two I, is hey, the Eon OC Line, can, episode. Can you join me over here for a second? Chris McCaw ever. <laughs> Sorry, who are you talking to? As? Uh, I, I want E Online to join me over here. For oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what they they never made it, but did you guys hear a few years ago when like Mel Gibson was gonna do the story of Hanukkah as like I'm an apocalypto style? I'm literally looking at that right now. Ooh. Uh, that's yeah, He wants to do that as like an apocalypto style action film. I'm interested. Uh, yeah, I would be uh, that so would be down something. with that. I mean, it's knowing that... glorious bastards, but I'd watch it. Um, <laughs> It'll be pretty similar. Uh, man. Yeah, they also put, uh, of course, uh, Eight Crazy Nights as number seven, which seems like an easy miss. You should do eight. Anyway, um, how do you guys... So, given that, that there's no good Hanukkah movies, how do you feel about the Christmas movie season? Like, is there... Like, sh- like, Love it. Some of my favorite movies of all time are Christmas movies. 100%. Uh, Ernest, Ernest Saves Christmas, life. Christmas Vacation. Hmm. Ooh, the Muppets Christmas Carol? Uh, really? Love Actually. Oh, really like oh Love show. Actually. Can we please do Love Actually on this podcast, you guys? <laughs> Sorry, we can't. That's I, amazing. That's I, a great Elf. idea. It's the worst movie I've ever Elf. seen, I think. Elf's a really good one. This actually made me want to watch Elf. I haven't seen it since it came out, and I was watching this, and I was like, does Elf hold up? Huh. Like, that's what I, I was like, how should we watch that? All right. Did anyone say a Christmas story? Because just no, oh my God, yeah, basic, get the fuck out. Christmas perfect. story, Bad Santa. Christmas story is atrociously bad, bad. Bad Santa's fun. It, it's a Wonderful Life is one of my favorite Christmas. Uh, it's movies. Favorite it's pretty movie. good. It's one of my favorite. Movies Gremlins. Just yeah. Super, okay. Yeah. Gremlins. Okay. So you yes. guys love Christmas movies. All right. It doesn't bother you. That there's no good I, Hanukkah movies of that quality. No. I mean, I mean, I mean Elf is directed by John Favreau. He's Jewish. Like, yeah. I think a lot of like yeah. I, a lot of the movies. Yeah. Like, this is why we don't make. As we're we run Hollywood, right? Right. We know there's more sure Christians do. out there who are you're going to spend a lot of money. Oh. So we're, ma- we're we're not making it for us. We're not going to. So what you're saying is if you made if you made Hanukkah movies, they would not be financial successes. And so no, who gives a shit? Yeah. Mm. So why? Like, there's no there's no reason to do that. Yeah, we play to the people who've got money and no taste. <laughs> but also Jews. Love it's like Christmas, the Jewish thing, whether they admit it or not. Like I had Christmas envy my entire life growing up. We weren't tree Jews. My mom didn't let us have a tree. Oh, I'm picturing so the Keebler elves. I'm like a Catholic kid with sex. It's like I just got to, it was a thing I couldn't have. So I got real excited about it when it happened for the first time. And then I wept openly for three hours. It was so gratifying when Christmas finally happened. And until that, when I went home with my boyfriend for the first time for Christmas, it was you like cried a Coca-Cola twice? commercial. It was, no, I, I was being dramatic. I was but not great at my first Christmas. 
It was, what do you mean? it was shorter than I expected. It was a little awkward. It was pretty awkward, <laughs> yeah. We didn't, was your tree leaning <laughs> over <it> hurt. unconvincingly? <laughs> the tree and I did, yeah, I'm sure the tree did not enjoy it at all, but it was not great for me. <laughs> um, all right. I, yeah. Did you, Scott, did you have Christmas Envy? I never had Christmas Envy. Why not? Really? Um, cause Were you a tree Jew? No, I wasn't. But I, seriously, I still feel like you're describing Keebler elves <laughs> no, no. when you say that. Like, Scott, you... Scott's family, yeah. I know this is kind of hard to imagine, but Scott's family, are they're like tubers. So they, they grew in the soil and they were plucked. They did not, they were not tree Jews. They were soil. We were legume Jews. We were legume Jews. <laughs> legumes? Like, like legumes. Root juice. Root juice. Yeah. Root juice. Yeah. No, no, I never had Christmas envy. Uh, c- partly because my family had this awesome Jewish snobbishness about it. So like oh. we could like look, <laughs> oh. we could look down on people who believed in Santa and Jesus and Christmas and stuff. Well, yeah, we like, did too, but yeah. it only takes you so far. No, but then when I was like, same like you, Phoebe, when I finally like started dating <laughs> girls and went to their homes for Christmas and I was welcome, we sit around the tree and presents and everyone's so warm and cozy and nice yeah. and it's a thing. And, and because your family it. wasn't having Christmas, you didn't have to, like they didn't care that you weren't home for Christmas. You could go to your girlfriend's Christmas part okay. like stuff and not be, because that's one of the hard things about being married yeah. is there's two Christmases we got to go Right, to. we had that, that problem. It's exhausting. Oh, yeah. I well, I guess here I, I'll say this in Hanukkah's defense: the fact that no one gives a fuck about it really uh, is quite a benefit. It's great. It's super flexible. That I never it's like really... any time yeah. in like December, you can have <laughs> like like gifts, lights, and like and fried things, and like that's pretty nice to have like that like that chillness of like a holiday. You know? I didn't even know when Hanukkah yeah. was this year, and it I like just like 12th. it's on the twelfth. It's great. the twelfth. This episode is the, coming uh, out on the thirteenth, oh, so it's starting... it's, it started yesterday. Second night of Hanukkah. Yeah. Night two, ha- bitches. Happy night two. No, but like my mom and I just eat bi- like Amazon does presents. <laughs> we just presented each other night already. A- yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Nice. Here's an Amazon yeah. present. Huh. Here's a new meat thermometer, mom. I. <laughs> Do you think the Maccabees were ever like, all right, we've had, come on, really? A sixth night? We were kind of <laughs> like, 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 oh like man, this, this oil is just darkness. not going out. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, I, I feel like I had a tiny bit or still do have a tiny bit of Hanukkah envy. I feel like uh, Have you ever had a Hanukkah, Alex? I've never really had a Hanukkah. I oh when, God, we, when we were living Hanukkah. together, Ezra made me latkes and they were awesome. Um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Alex insisted that you should be able to put ketchup on him and I was like, No man, that's not how I do it and you're like, Well, they're not that's fucking how I'm hash doing. browns, man. I yeah. they they're hash browns with eggs in them and I they're delicious with ketchup on it and uh, sour cream on fried things is too heavy for me. But I do, I would never do that in front it's of you guys. Delicate. Wow. Did, is that your line, Alex? This was one of the, I remember this was one of the biggest fights we had as roommates. No. <laughs> yeah, dude, why have you forsaken us again? I am fine with doing, I, like, I, this is the thing, is like, uh, same thing about me not believing in that, that Christmas is Jesus's birthday. So I don't have to, like, I, I can pick and choose the parts of that holiday I enjoy. I like presents but I would prefer not you're to go to church. You're an a la carte guy is what you're saying. You're right, yeah, the whole religious world. Holiday. I'm very a la carte. Yeah, yeah. That's the real, that's the real war on Christmas and well, the holidays in general. My, my, dad's, family, my dad's family was non, not practicing Jewish. And so they, so he would just, but occasionally he would get little things that reminded him of his family. So like he would make us matzah brai <laughs> once in a while. Mm. And I love matzah brai, it turns out. Matzah brai is the best. And so, Wait, do you have the sweet version or the savory version? Uh, I've tried both, and I enjoy savory a little sweet. bit better. Savory all the way. Really? Oh, dude, I'm hard sweet. Yeah, mm. same. They're they're both interesting. I'm usually more of a savory breakfast person anyway, but I I enjoy it. Like so that was so I I felt like that is always just it was always kind of like it was a it was nearby. Also, I like that you have a thing that you guys do on Christmas because Christmas is always kind of awkward after the presents time. Yeah, go to Chinese yeah. food and go to movies. Chinese food and movies sounds so yeah, much fun. 
We mostly we, go. Uh, yeah. We we celebrated Hanukkah for three years in my life growing up. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. ran, uh-huh. Yeah. So I grew up in like an extremely religious Pentecostal household. Oh, yeah. And every Pentecostal preacher has like a, has to have like a gimmick, you know, something that makes them unique. Uh-huh. And my pastor's thing was, uh, you know, Jesus was a Jew, so we should do Jewish things like Jesus did. Huh. So he made like us work in like Hanukkah stuff, but it was like dumb pentecostal christians who knew nothing about the religion so like my mom just like bought a menorah and was like i think we just light candles one of the nights as an a la carte guy i fucking love this yeah yeah so we like did like slight random like whatever my mom thought sounded fun or convenient it's really like this crazy like cultural appropriation thing happening in our faith but it was just like my mom was like no that sounds difficult i don't want that part this part sounds fun though we'll take that uh, so yeah, we did like Hanukkah for like three years growing up, uh, yeah. and we I can't still had that Christmas lasted too. Lasted three years. Yeah, that's it was so yeah, I mean, much oil. It was way more than he expected. Yeah, <laughs> he thought it was gonna be eight days, but it just kept going. It started like very light the first year. The second year was really like like my mom was really into it, and then the third year was just like, well, we've done it the last two years. We might yeah. as well yeah, do it again. Yeah, that's generally how people feel about Judaism. Of it. So <laughs> yeah, it was fine last experience. year, but let's let's try something else. It's like, all right, I get it. You like hit a bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah, and after that, you're like, eh, I'm I'm good. I really <laughs> I went to one Purim celebration at the at a local temple, and I had a really oh, good dude, time. Purim's oh, dude, Purim's the best. Purim's, Purim's yeah. Jewish Halloween. Yeah, Purim <laughs> and Passover are. Amazing. Did you do the Purim show with me? We did an improv show at, at a temple for Purim, and um, I think I did. I can't. Uh, it was it was my first time, and I I had such a good time. Except that if you give everyone noisemakers and they're like, "Here's a comedy show," that's a little rough. <laughs> it was like I've been heckled by every child in this building at the same time with beans. <laughs> the last time I did this podcast, you also talked about being heckled by children. Interesting. As that tra- uh. in that Trash Bird musical you did. Oh yeah, the Trash, trash bird. bird. Yeah, my Trash Bird musical. Apparently, wow, yeah. you good memory on you. Weird because I don't <laughs> talk about this every episode. It's just when you're here. Um, <laughs> anyway, I appreciate that. You guys, I appreciate that discussion, you guys. I I hope you do have a great uh, night two and other nights. And uh, if you at home want to participate in Lightning Bonus Round, you can go to readersweep.com/slash/next and you can ask questions for the panel about upcoming topics. And now. Uh, we're running a bit long, so let's wrap it up. We need a minor compliment. We're going to go in reverse order. So, Scott, you're up first. You have to say one. I know it sounds hard. You have to say one more nice thing about this movie. Totally ready. And, Anthony, you hinted at it earlier. I really thought the scene where Whitey and his sister, Eleanor, uh, come home, and then they soak their feet, and they turn down the lights, and he's reading his wacky thing that he's reading. I, I missed what he's reading, but the point is, she's like... Uh, porn. Okay, he's reading his porn. <laughs> she's playing her trombone. Oh, I forgot. And it's this tr- cozy. Okay. Because she's wacky, Alex. But it's just this cozy little scene of two old people who've grown old together, like relaxing in each Both other's played company. played by Adam Sandler. And yet, <laughs> I was like, you know what? If I grow old, I'd like to have someone sitting next to me soaking their feet, doing their wacky thing while I do my wacky thing. And that just felt very contented and peaceful. Mm. And I liked it. These are the thoughts you had on a first date. That's sweet. It's a little intense. So, I like it. So well, maybe, maybe so she's, since you, she's obviously listening, I'm going to speak uh, man to woman to Scott's new date. Um, Scott's run. Date, Red flag. Get away from this guy. Get away. 
all right, my minor compliment is that the uh, depiction of basketball in this cartoon was okay. This is like pretty all right. I kept expecting it to be worse than it was. I mean, it was a little hard to believe that the kid made those shots, but like, uh, and and some of the moves were dumb. But generally, he seemed to adhere to like actual basketball physics in a lot of ways, um, which is mostly what I ask for in a basketball scene in a cartoon. What else do you ask for? Um, I want three more things on my desk by morning. <laughs> I I do ask for uh, uh, I I would I like to see an animal poop. That's important to me. Um, Check. Check. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and mate. Actually, you know Jesus. what I what I like is I like a, a a walk cycle where the the ground does not move faster than the feet, which is usually true in this cartoon. But there was one scene where he's dancing where the floor was moving at a different speed than his walk cycle. Um, I I like that you kind of your compliment breaks down to like I'm surprised this movie was fully animated. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's mostly asked for uh, I, not just animatics. There, this, at any moment, I expected, like, you know, in The Simpsons when Poochie dies and they just, like, cut to, like, a still <laughs> yeah. moving back and forth. Yeah. Like, certain shots to be like that in yes. this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I was expecting. Good job not being that. Phoebe, minor compliment. Oh, God. I had it and I forgot. Uh, it is that it ended. That at some point, the movie stopped existing Man. and I got to move on with my life. You know, people have tried this before as a minor compliment. No, no, no. It was just because... No, I'm sorry. I think that the thing... Oh, you didn't, I was. was. Gonna, you didn't let me finish, I but like okay. I was going to say that Hanukkah I'll take it. Movie. I like that there's a Hanukkah movie. Sure. We've established... Yeah. Yeah, it, the fact that as we learned from Bastards, online, yeah. even in the top eight Hanukkah movies, only like half of them are not movies, and like one of them is not about Hanukkah. <laughs> Most of them are not about. Most Hanukkah. of them are not about Hanukkah. So you're right; it's a narrow, narrow cast. So I'm, I'm glad there's a narrow. It's like the one that we have, and it just makes me appreciate Christmas movies more. I love Christmas movies, and I would like to use this opportunity at this. Uh, you're almost to, podium you to say thanks at this point. <laughs> what? You're almost a tree Jew at this point. Oh, dude, I'm so, I've been a tree Jew in my heart forever. It was just I didn't have the tree to express it with. I almost I wanted this movie. It, it wasn't what I wanted, but I wanted it to be like just casually Hanukkah the way like Die Hard is casually Christmas. Like I just wanted there to be Hanukkah happening and it not be the focal point of the movie. I, like that seems nice because like as like, oh, look, there are other people in the world besides Christmas people. But isn't. Isn't that just the the overall theme of Judaism? Like, we would like something to happen, but whatever. We'll take what we'll we take can it. get. Yeah. We're real take what we can get people. I, I appreciate that about you. Anthony, what's your minor compliment? Yeah. Uh, I I want to say, uh, going back to the jockstrap scene. Sure. Even though that guy burnt that house down later, I still like <laughs> think that this movie has one moral uh-huh. that... You God honor damn a, it! A, a bet is a bet. Yep. Yeah, you honor what you. Your word is as good as your who yeah. you are. You know, I like that guy said he would do it, and God damn it, he's gonna do I it. I liked the idea That's that the, if, if they welched on it, like later there'd be a scene with the mob where they're collecting, where they come in, like we're gonna break your legs if you don't eat two jock straps because of interest. Can I ask a question so quickly? Yep. Was it ever readdressed the fact that Whitey can't read? Nope. <laughs> nope. Was that, I do not remember it was coming that up. ever important in the beginning? He was like, when they're in the food court in the mall for the first time, he says something about not being able to read, and then yep. it's just never brought up again. Nope. Do, do you think he was like raised illiterate, or is this like the seizures of just causing him to slowly? <laughs> Man, He's the seizure just losing thing is his so faculties. Sad. 
Yeah, Man, maybe I hate that's that Caesar it. thing. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Anthony, you just went. Ezra, close us down. Last nice thing anyone's gonna ever say about Eight Crazy Nights. Um, I mean, okay, so so you know when they're saying that Whitey can't read. Uh, before that, there was a kind of nice thing where the fries spelled out "bite me." Um, oh yeah, he like, throws oh, the French fries on the table. Yeah. yeah, it just he just spilled fries and they just said "bite me." Um, it's a Hanukkah like, miracle. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, look, yeah, one like yeah, like fried potatoes definitely like on brand. Uh-huh. Uh, and 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 also just like I like when food spells things. Like I liked it in Napoleon you Dynamite. Do. Interesting. I like it here. Uh, you like it in I, alphabet I like soup. Alphabet soup generally. Yeah. yeah. If, if, if you know, Satan wants to talk to me in alphabet soup, go go right ahead. Yeah. Um, lots of great things there in in, in food and words. That's, I love it. That's that's the extent of it. Wait, Nate, give me another another in real life what you'd like to see. What food and what would you like to say to you? Uh, in I your would like ideal world. A bowl of churros be possessed by a ghost. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Ooh, bravo. That was quick and perfect. <laughs> Thank you. All right, everybody, that is it for our show. <laughs> That's where we're ending today on Cheerios saying, Ooh. I guess every soup is alphabet soup if you can read circles. Um, can I any- make one blanket apology to the Jewish people just in sure. case I listen to this and I'm like, oops, maybe I said too much. Yeah, this, we need a little Kol Nidre moment right here. I mean, you can, yeah, you can wait till Yom Kippur if you want. Like, you got <laughs> oh, to make amends for this one. <laughs> I, you yeah, know, I've got some time to atone and fill you, my car. You could have so. been... The thing you have to remember, though, is you were also funny. Like, you could have been just anti-Semitic, and that would have been enough. Dianu. 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 Wow. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. I remember Dianu. You taught me about Dianu uh. when we went to your Seder that one time. <laughs> Scott threw a really fun Seder, Seder one time. It's one of our best memories. Seder's yeah, are, come to my Seder. Seder's are great. so great. Um, anyway, so uh, <laughs> that's it for our show. Thank you for the blanket apology. They appreciate it. Um, we'll be back again <laughs> next week. Next week, we are watching The Spirit of Christmas. Uh, which I keep calling Christmas Ghost because it's about a, a woman who buys... Eats Cheerios? Yes. There's a ghost, Ezra. Maybe it'll happen. Um, this is a, a, a one of those classic Christmas rom-coms, and Sarah Hathaway is making us watch it, and it's about uh, uh, a woman who falls in love with a ghost for Christmas. Yeah, dogs. You get it. Um, uh, hey, dogs. Can I talk to you over here for a minute? <laughs> Sorry, everybody. My puppy just antagonized my old dog. Yeah, it's going to happen. Anyway, yep. Christmas hey, ghost. It's like prison, first day in, right? You yeah. find the biggest guy in the yard. Are you saying it, knock him out? You're saying her little puppy needs to become the other dog's bitch? Oh, yeah. uh, just no, knock no. the other dog out. Oh, I get yeah, it. I get it. Any, it's a terminology check. Yep. Anyway, uh, sorry about that. Uh, I, I'd like to make a blanket <laughs> apology to dogs and women. Um, anyway, uh, so that's it. We're talking. Yeah, we're talking about dog Rosh Hashanah, Alex. We're talking about Christmas ghosts next week, and I can't wait. <laughs> Also, I want to thank one more time Nora and also apologize. The classic meat buddy, thank you, slash I'm sorry. Uh, and just, seriously, you're doing a great job parenting, uh, at least as good as anybody else. Like, it, just keep it up. As, the fact that you're worried is a good sign. It is a yeah, good sign. Good. Yeah. You might not feel great, but you're doing great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do like, Ezra, that, y- that even though you're the only parent on the show, we didn't give you much more time than anybody else for the pep talk. I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, based on based on my results so far, you know, don't give me any extra time. <laughs> Caleb seems like a rad kid, so I'm, yeah, I'm just guessing that's partly your. Yeah. It's, it's his mom's fault. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's the other thing to remember, Nora. Is no matter how much work you do, 
they'll always remember the dad being cool. Unless the dad's not in the kid's oh. life and it's extra hard for her and you just really... I think... Wow. I don't think that's true. <laughs> hey, but at least you speak two languages. Anyway, <laughs> hey, there we go. Um, so, oh and if, if you guys We're want... We're going to have so many defamation leagues coming after all <laughs> of us. Yeah, yeah, the Canadian defamation league. <laughs> that's Canadian sounds like a bit of a pro-defamation league. join up, guys. <laughs> dog. The deer defamation like the, league? Like, like the Justice League defamation, defamation, defamation league like join-up thing? Like, yes. Meanwhile, yeah. at the fortress of... They put aside their many, many differences and all come yeah. together to be mad at Guys, us. Guys, we all hate defamation, right? <laughs> I hate defamation. I don't know. As, like, as a kid oh, who was no, wa- raised like white defamation. Christian, I feel like defamation's not that bad. I, I belong to the uh, Defamation Anti-Defamation League. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, That's what I was looking for. Um, also, remember the pipe. Pack your mics is back. So if you are watching Top Chef or are interested in hearing more of some of us, go to you can go to packyourmics.com and hear our spinoff show about that the world's best cooking reality show. Um, thank you for being here at Anthony Lopez Part Two. Thanks for having me. Happy Hanukkah at Ezra Fox. Thank you. At Scott Lee. S. It doesn't matter. Scott Lee. No one's. You're not tweeting. Shalom, y'all. Thanks, man. And uh, at Phoebe Bottoms, uh, as well as her dogs. And everybody said all your tweets. Everybody at her. Uh, if you if she defamed you, <laughs> at Phoebe Bottoms. Oh, please don't. Hey, go <laughs> on Instagram and look at my puppy, and yeah. all will be forgiven, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. That's Are you a, at Phoebe Bottoms on that's Instagram, That's a cocky... Too? That's a cocky stance to take. No, I like this dog will solve all the problems. I people when you hear a dog in a podcast, what's the first thing you think? You're like, I hope I can see a photo of that dog. That's how I, I yeah. mean. Yep, Check go to at Phoebe Bottoms on Instagram. I, yep. Don't you guys hate when you listen to a podcast dog for a long time and you have an image of what that dog looks like <laughs> in your head? <laughs> but then, then you see a picture and you're like, oh, that's not at all what I thought. The uh, dog that dog's was got like. a face for podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Happy Hanukkah. We'll be back next week with Christmas Ghost. Bye.